0: Welcome back to the Spook House. It is good to be back here, finally, to cover Scream. I am Phil. This is my co-host, Doug. I have nothing but positive things to say about this movie, Galliardo, How are you, my friend? (laughs) I have been waiting for this moment for about three weeks. Dude, we have been... Okay, well, first of all, I'm dead in the middle of moving right now, which I don't know if you've done that recently. It's a lot of fun. But we tried to record this... Last week? Twice?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, if it's... I don't remember. This movie feels like it came out like in 2022 at at the rate we're going. But yeah, we just had... I had scheduling issues at work. Um, Phil's in the middle of moving. Phil had the internet of 1998. Uh, Things just kept going wrong. There was a lot of mishaps, but we're here. That's all that matters. We're happy to get this out. We're happy to talk to you guys about it. So this is going to be like a completely spoiler-filled review. Like, we're talking everything front to back, left to right, north to south, east to west. This camera, this camera, Even this camera.
0: Spoiling everything.
1: <laughs> Florence Pugh's going to be on Hot Ones this week.
0: Oh, shit, your girl. I just want to
1: cuddle her to sleep every night yeah. and make her feel protected and safe. Hey, maybe that'll happen. Hopefully she's not with Zach Braff anymore. He's like 55. Oh, they dated? Didn't know that. They were together for a while, yeah. They had, like, a whole house together and everything. Ooh. And he he wrote and directed the new movie that she's in uh a good
0: person does she uh do the grumpy
1: face in this one (laughs) probably i mean it's a pretty upsetting movie from what it
0: looks like (laughs) yeah she does a great frumpy um frustrated face she's just adorable like i don't know how anyone could hate her oh also i'm streaming this on my wonderful fiber internet which i got set up i am so excited to have a good internet connection again and now that you know i'm moving into my new place have a good connection. We're going to start doing like more hangout type stuff. Like, Hey, we're going to watch kill compilation (laughs) on YouTube tonight. Come jump in the chat and hang out with us. So we've been wanting to do stuff like that, but my living situation, I just had garbage internet from like 2002. Might as well be like (laughs) dial up internet. So it was
1: practically dial up. Yeah.
0: So we, um, we're kind of limited with what we can do but point being from here on out we're gonna do all sorts of fun stuff so
1: phil has made a positive life change so we have to all give him a round of applause
0: thank you for getting
1: working internet in 2023 thank you We are no longer in the uh the bill clinton administration with the internet (laughs) it works you're clear you look good you look good hey kid you look good hey look at me look at me you look good you feel good (laughs)
0: Actually, um, I,
1: I smell your pastrami flavored skin all the way. From I do
0: not feel good. I'm so worn out. My legs are just shot from walking <laughs> up and down stairs, carrying boxes and stuff.
1: What are you? Are you like a third floor walk up or something? Uh,
0: yes, yeah, two stories. Two and stories. The place okay. I'm at is on the second story, so I, I walk it down two stairs out to my truck, drive over, come up two stairs. So you do that god knows how many times a day
1: good exercise though you probably don't really have to run your uh, like your
0: eight miles now that you've been i huffing, ran a, a few miles today just because i was like you know what I, moving it's technically exercise but it's not a good exercise i was like i need to i don't know running's like my peaceful time you know like i gotta do it to stay sane yeah so had to get it everyone it.
1: everyone has their uh, moments of solace if that's what you get out of running I don't know how but I give you a lot of credit <laughs> because I tried running and it felt like I had Ghostface stab me 96 times in the matter of 2 seconds.
0: Oh well, if it's in this movie's universe, you'll be just fine. You'll be uh, walking around.
1: I'll be I'll be running around going to different cars. I'll be doing a New York marathon in like a day.
0: Yeah. Um uh, so, shall we go- Should we get to it? <laughs> shall we get to Scream 6? All right, so you've seen this three times? Three times. Three unfortunate times. Oh, shit. Okay. I've seen it twice. And I guess we should say this straight up. Like, I think, well, we're definitely in the minority here where we're not that stoked on this movie. And a lot of people are. And, hey, if you are, we're happy for you. We wish we could join the party. I like parties. I wanted to come out of the theater and say, Hey, that was fucking awesome. High five sunshines and rainbows. But, um, you
1: know, when like, I guess we'll, we'll go with franchises here when you love a certain franchise, like say ghost faced or with scream and Jason from Friday the 13th and everything. It's like, you miss them on the screen. So like when you first initially see it, the reaction is to be just overwhelmed with excitement because you haven't seen it in a while. It hasn't, hasn't been in the theaters, hasn't been in the zeitgeist of, you know, the, the news or anything like that. So like, I feel like initial first reactions always kind of wane a little bit. Uh, you know, they kind of wear off a little bit after the second viewing and the third viewing, or just the night of when you're just trying to process everything yeah. that happens. So when I saw it for the first time a couple hours before you, I was I wasn't a fan, but I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. I didn't. I wouldn't say I necessarily liked it. Like, I was going, like, I was having those, like, reactions in the theaters, in the theater, um, like, oh, oh, ah! (laughs) Like, with (laughs) all the, with the kills and stuff like that, and then I, like, really broke it down in my head, and I was like, this movie is shit! (laughs) My personal opinion! I, 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 like you said, I'm gonna echo what you said, and say, I'm so happy for everyone that loves this movie, I'm so happy that people can look past the multiple flaws and the monumental stupidity of the script and the dialogue, and can just let it go and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I I think other thing. Obviously, people have different definitions of fun. This was not my definition of fun.
0: Well, I guess I should say that it's not a... It's not a bad movie. Like, it doesn't flat out suck. I don't hate this movie, but I do not get all the... Hype for it. I think a lot of people. Uh, well, it's just my opinion, but like, they're so invested in this franchise. They're like, oh, I don't care. Fuck the haters. This movie kicks ass. And they're just, they choose to ignore all the problems with it. Yeah. And you know what? That's honestly,
1: if, if you're like that, listen, it's all, you could like what you like. And yeah. We always sure. say, hate what you hate, like what you like. At least you have, you know, it's good to go in with a debate or to a debate and talk about movies or music or anything about, like, you know, if if a good debate happens when people are on both ends of the spectrum. I think, you know, I mean, obviously, it's great to gush over something or hate something together, but like, it's a really interesting talking point when someone sees it from a different perspective than you. And listen, I fucking hate this movie. I I I. I I can't stop thinking about the dumb shit that went on in that movie. I absolutely hate this movie.
0: Well, you've seen it. You've seen it three times. So I saw it twice. And on the second watch, I was like, oof, this is because the first watch you're like, okay, well, let's see where this goes. Maybe it'll pick up and you know, they'll stick the landing or something. And there's always like, well, who's going to be the killer? And, Right. So you at least have that, but on the second watch when you know what's going to happen and you can just sit back and take away all the mystique around it and just watch it for what it is. Yeah. I was like, dude, this this is my least favorite scream movie of all time. I Easily. I agree. I agree with you there. I rewatched Scream 2 3 nights ago and I was like, holy shit. This movie is super solid, especially compared to Scream 6. Scream 2 is great. And,
1: yeah. Yeah. And when you watch Scream 6, I'm surprised people aren't going like, wow, I just watched Scream 2. Yeah. Except a complete, a completely ripped off version of it. It's like, it, it, it's really, I just don't understand how, and listen, it did great numbers at the box office. People are going out to see it right now. Currently it's, um, It surpassed Scream 5, Scream 4, uh, and Scream 3. It's number three right now. Uh, It needs to beat Scream 2, and it needs to beat Scream 1. But it's, I mean, phenomenal stuff. I'm glad that horror movies are doing the business that it is. But, like, I don't think these guys, Radio Silence, has a firm grasp, as much of a firm grasp as I thought while watching Scream 5. Because... At first, after coming out of Scream 6, I was like, okay, I like it a little more than Scream 6. I don't know why.
0: You mean Scream 5? But five. I do,
1: and then I watched it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scream
1: 5. And then uh, I watched it a second time, and I was like, this is at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Scream 5, watching it again after you told me to watch it, like, I what, a month ago yeah. now? Um, I thought it paid a more homage to Wes Craven and how he makes a scream film credit to them for trying to do something different it to me it just didn't work
0: yeah well how about we like um kind of break down the specifics okay let's start with this let's do it what do you like about this movie let's start on a positive note here is there there there, there are some good sequences in this movie um particular the The ladder chase scene. I mean, at least that's like some good tension, you know, and um, neighbor across the street. He just like carrot top in Vegas, just pulls a fucking ladder out of his hat. Like, (laughs) I just
1: I just don't. You're you're in New York City. You don't have a lawn. You're not hanging Christmas decorations on the apartment. building, Homie just said, I got you. And pulls a fucking retractable ladder that somehow is the same length from apartment building to apartment building. And he just he just had it right next to the window. Like a fucking, like something that you water the plants with. Like, oh yeah, use this ladder every day. Yeah. But first of all, he's like six foot. There's no way he needs a ladder inside the apartment. That shit, I was just like, where's the Benny Hill music? What's happening right now? Especially when you realize what they're using the ladder for when that chick, Annika who got gutted uh, and the knife ripped oh, up yeah. to her goddamn tiff, to her fucking, like through her abdomen, she's still alive and moving and coherent. Well, she should have been dead on site.
0: Well, that's going to be a, a running theme throughout our criticisms of this movie. Apparently knife stab wounds just, you know. Hold on. You said a knife stab wound. Oh, multiple.
1: People got stabbed 76 times. Yeah. And they're like, hey, guys, popping up in the next scene, like nothing happened. Like they just like got a slap
0: yeah. to the face or something. Oh, my God. I got stabbed 100 times, but I'll pull down my oxygen mask to kiss you on my way Core out.
1: fucking four.
0: <sighs> okay. Listen. All right. Positives. Listen. Positives. Just, sorry. All sorry. Right. Sorry. We're, we're getting the right Here we go. We're, we're falling <laughs> off the ladder here. Okay. Ghost face is... It's
1: a ladder match, King! It's a ladder My match! My God! The Hardy Boys have got the ladder! There's a table! Devon's <laughs> breaking out the table! Sorry.
0: <laughs> Alright, so... There are good sequences here. I thought the whole... Apartment chase scene... Um... Un... Like... Not believable stuff aside... I thought it was overall a good sequence. I mean, for the most part. And when Annika falls and just faces that dumpster or whatever she hit i mean that was a solid kill one of the i mean that that kill barely had any weight to it as far as you know altering the story yeah. and it's one of the i feel like there weren't a lot of deaths in this movie not a lot of deaths that mattered or no deaths that no mattered, deaths really. that mattered uh, at all they did not yeah, have the guts to kill anybody not even gail not even Gail. They even pulled because out she, the scream, string, oh, this person's about to die music. They even pulled that out on us. That's like my biggest gripe with this movie. They wanted the <laughs> cake and they wanted to eat it. <laughs> yeah, <the cake>. exactly. <laughs> I'm just in a furious rage over here. But yeah, they didn't have the fucking guts to like follow through with any major deaths. It was like, oh, finally Gail's gonna die. Like, this is a, a good way to send her off. Because she doesn't really add anything to the franchise anymore.
1: No, she's been kind of sleepwalking through the whole thing. Like, if you're going to pass it off, and also, let's go with another positive. Uh, if you're going to kill off all the old people and pass it along, you know, to the new kids. We talk shit on Melissa Barrera in Scream 5. She stepped it up in th- in this movie. She actually made me care. Uh, sans... Hey, uh, Billy Loomis's rubber face again in the glass. Oh fuck! But I forgot about that, that storyline is just horrible. Okay. <laughs> um, and it would be—I mean, it would be an interesting route if they fleshed it out a little more. But her acting—I mean, she definitely, she was definitely doing some uh, some some Meisner classes or something.
0: Look, because she was she was slaying in this movie. Look, we've always said it's nothing personal. She seems like a very lovely person, but yeah, we criticize the shit out of her acting. You in... criticize the fuck hey, t- hey, I didn't say anything. Hey. <laughs> Cue compilation of all the t- <laughs> That's the next thing we'll post
1: on TikTok. It's a compilation of you shit-talking her.
0: Look, but I'll, I mean, look, it's fair criticism. She was not good in Scream 5. I don't care what anybody says. She fucking sucked in Scream 5. She stepped it up in this movie. She is not even on my list of problems with this movie. She was good. No, not, not at all. And we always said, hey, maybe she's got nowhere to go but up. And there's there's room for improvement always. And she, all the time. She she climbed that ladder on up <laughs> or across. <laughs> she climbed across the ladder. Hey, do you think that's how her and um, Danny Brackett, get it? Annie Brackett Halloween? Hey. Yep, I... I don't like the joke, but I see where you're going. Yes. Hey, that's a nod to that thing. That for, that uh, gives us a pass on this shitty writing, huh? That's how that works. Um, well, this this should have been called Scream 6 Buzzwords. Yeah. Because it was like, <laughs> oh, they're counting
1: down from all the screams. Let's just name Roman Bridger and Dewey and everyone. And obviously, it's a crowd pleaser. Because if you say a name, people are going to get excited. But it holds no weight. Anyway. All right.
0: Um, do you think. Melissa Barrera was like, maybe they had tested out the ladder theory before because weren't they hooking up. Do you think he was like, Hey, maybe that's why he got the ladder. So they could, I mean, that's a good idea. That was so like, uh, could have been bang like in the middle yeah, of the New night,
1: City, Romeo and Julio, Romeo and Juliet.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Romeo and Julio. <laughs> Romeo and
1: Juliet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, um, the only reason I can think to why I conveniently had a ladder. Um, you have a good theory. Yeah, I mean, it Okay. Uh, I mean, she
1: could have been sucking dick out in that apartment <laughs> complex hallway. It seemed like they were just getting down and dirty, like right next to the
0: mailboxes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Apparently, no one walks down there. He was fine. He was a good addition to the cast, I guess.
1: I did I did enjoy his acting. I liked that they didn't go the boyfriend is the killer route again. Uh, they've done it too many times hey, can i throw out um, a
0: prediction before i forget yeah because uh, he kind of puts off like he has a a troubled past kind of vibe you know like he's been through some shit like
1: chip on his shoulder yeah you know?
0: i i bet in the next one it's gonna turn out that he was in the mental institution with Stu. and this was like all mm-hmm. a part of his plan to like get close to them
1: interesting listen Anything would have been more interesting than what actually was written right. for screen. Let's six. save
0: the killerville stuff. Okay. We're still on positives. Okay.
1: Positives. Yes. We could, well, you, but you see why we keep veering off. Yeah. Because this
0: movie sucks. Well, every time I I'd say something positive about it, I'm like, Oh yeah, but then there's this shitty thing. Okay. Some more. Well, you're so right
1: though, because on set, like that's why, that's why I was conflicted because, and I'm with you on the chase scenes. I love the chase scenes. I love how it was very fast paced. It was adrenaline filled. Ghost yeah, it, it space
0: is more urgent in this one.
1: But when you realize when you pull back the curtain and peel back the layers a little bit and you realize that small college girl is strangling <laughs> that gigantic man mountain of oh, gal's boyfriend, Gail's boyfriend. You realize that's the girl. Listen, you could be strong. And if it, she looked just flimsy. And it just doesn't make sense when you realize that that's the person under the suit. You're like, that just doesn't that just doesn't make fucking sense. She's throwing him through glass bookcases and putting him in Chief J. Strongbow sleeper holds. It just doesn't hold up. But the chase scenes alone, they're fun. But I just can't get past that she's fucking body slamming him through bookcases and throwing him across the floor.
0: Yeah, he's like six three, built like a brick shit house, and like. You don't even see him die, or you don't even see what happens. You see in the background, Ghostface puts puts her hand around his mouth, and it's like, whoop! It just carries on with the conversation, just and, <laughs> no yep. ever no at falling. all. He would have been like, what the? Is there a gnat on me right now? What the fuck is this <laughs>
1: that's, that's why I give, I give Amber Freeman from Scream 5 the benefit of the doubt, because she may look small, and she may be... I wouldn't say weak looking, but she's younger and, and think about it. Well, Dewey, she's not
0: hoisting Dewey up off the no. ground with knives,
1: but he, exactly. And Dewey is like a beat down broken man. He's been through a lot of stuff. He's had a lot of it is sustained. A lot of injuries. He's moving a lot slower. So I could see that. I could see Amber like completely dismantling him. This, no, that dude looked like he works out in his fucking sleep. <laughs> there's there's no way that he's just getting his ass kicked by this college chick. I'm just, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. That just took me out of it. Yeah, wow. He really didn't um, have a whole lot to do in the movie. He's like, hey, here's your smoothie. And it's like, oh, thank you. Who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're going to introduce this? Nope, they're not even going to introduce him. And the line where he's... um where he's lying there dead, and uh, Ghostface is like, looks like the muscles didn't add or yeah, something, and yeah, yeah. Gail just goes, "Sure didn't," like just, yeah, fucking whatever. I don't care about this guy. He was just a Tinder date. <laughs> Let him get murdered.
0: Uh, more positives. <laughs> yes. So I mean the the whole Gail sequence that was that was good. Which sequence? Like the whole chase scene with Gail. In the apartment
1: it would have been great I think it would have been better if they had the balls to actually kill her yeah I think that would have been like you said a good send-off for her she's done a lot for the franchise yeah. maybe it could have twisted off into a, an interesting story but if for somehow they're gonna keep her around just to be there
0: yeah maybe they didn't want to commit knowing that it's still up in the air if Nev Campbell's gonna come back
1: yeah, it could have been a strategic type of a uh, play. It just didn't work in the movie. It just, you might as well not even have had
0: that scene Yeah, with her, at least. But if you're, if you feel strong enough about this core four that you have created and grown, you should trust them enough to be able to carry the next movie without these legacy characters.
1: Absolutely. And a lot of people, they have great chemistry. They have great chemistry on the screen, and it shows.
0: Yeah, hey, there's a positive. I mean, this is a little more character-driven. You got the stuff with um, Sam and Tara.
1: Their dynamic is really is really sweet. I, I do enjoy they that.
0: They do have good chemistry. And I was talking to my, my boy, Anthony, and he, of course, he saw some Nightmare on Elm Street comparisons in here. And I was like, yeah, I guess it does kind of have a Dream Warriors vibe.
1: But no, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the chemistry of the actors and, and Sam and Tara and Jenna Ortega is c- consistently delivering on every single emotion, every single shitty line that they give her to say. Um, I, and I And Jasmine Savoy Brown, I think her name is, who plays... Uh, Mindy? Mindy. Mindy, yep. I love her. I think she's great. I just really wish that the writers would give her... Some better dialogue instead of the same hacky monologue type of stuff that we've seen before. Uh, it's just the writing that do, that does it in. For so me.
0: speaking of her, now it's not her fault. She didn't write this whole scene here, but the okay, guys, time to lay out the rules. Like at this point, it feels like a parody of itself. It's like scary rather than your scary. girlfriend just fell to her death. The other night, got her head smashed in. She's like, all right, guys, we're in a franchise now. And I'm surprised you didn't pull out a fucking slide whistle and throw some confetti or something. Like, (laughs) hey, (laughs) it's time to explain the rules. That's basically what she did. And by the way, they lay out the rules and then immediately break them. She's like, you know, not even the main characters are safe. So watch your back, Sam and Tara. And It's like they lay out all these rules. They break all of them. So it's like, what's the fucking point of this scene? It's because they're trying the writers think they're
1: clever by being so meta that it's actually annoying. Like this scene was shoehorned in. This didn't need to because first of all, Scream is a franchise already. It's been a franchise. They're in the sixth movie. So being a franchise is nothing new. It's not a wink at the camera that's like clever. Um and it didn't it just this scene didn't happen naturally and again yeah exactly totally understandable why it happened in scream five it's again they were kind of mirroring the first Uh scream and stuff like that so it makes sense but to do it again and shoehorn it in and especially make it like kind of like a classroom setting like she's like a professor giving notes and like okay franchise write that down bullet points yeah it just you didn't you didn't need it because one it's a franchise already and two it's just it just didn't quite hit there's a lot of things that like didn't that the writing is just is just frustrating because we you love Scream.
0: Yeah, I think we all do. Right?
1: Yes, so do I. It has so much more potential, just like Halloween. If they want to make these movies like seriously great and take it to the next level, the writing just needs to be... They need to stop relying on just the IP of Scream and Ghostface. Fan face. service. Fan service and add a little more depth Add a little more layers rather
0: than just straight
1: up buzzwords.
0: Speaking of the rule scene, and I guess it's because I just watched Scream 2, but I noticed that the rule scene in that where Randy is talking with Dewey, that's where that takes place. But they're doing it in like a kind of hushed tone because they're in public. And there's like a sense of urgency to what Randy's saying. He's like actually trying to trying to convey something. It feels natural and real, as opposed to this, where it's like, okay, gather around, it's time for the rules talk. It just feels yeah, so fucking. It's like a spectacle. It's insincere. I think that's screen five and six for me. It's, there's something about it. It just feels insincere. Like it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. They're making these movies from a. Like, hey, fan service, quippy lines and shit. But, it, like, there's really no soul to it, you know? Absolutely. It is completely
1: lacking of soul and heart. And this has nothing to do with the actors. The actors, I feel like, are are they care, you know? They, yeah. Jenna Ortega cares. I'll put Melissa Barrera in this conversation. They obviously care about the fans, the movie. But it's it, it's just a real unfortunate bummer that the writers don't they don't seem like they put in the effort to flesh out characters um scream 5 felt a little more it seemed more like a love letter to wes craven so they had like a solid blueprint and then this movie kind of proves in my eyes that this is like this is like completely their their vision, strictly their vision. They're not going off of West Craven of anything that came before. I don't think their vision works with with, with the direction of the future of the
0: franchise. Well, I mean, they're going to do the next one because uh-huh. they are not slowing down this money train. That's for fucking Hollywood shit. loves money, baby. Hey. That's what it's all about. And by the way, I think Ready or Not is very mid.
1: I think it's just Okay. You know what? And I was gonna and I was gonna say this. I was gonna
0: ask you. this. They shouldn't have what gotten the keys you? to the kingdom based off I of don't, that movie. I
1: am totally with you because Ready or Not was and I love Samara Weaving in it. I, I I thought she was great, and it was it was just kind of like the jokes didn't hit for me. Like the comedy didn't hit for me. I don't think they're good comedy writers for someone like you know Wes Craven, who's like a horror master and kevin williamson who wrote the script the humor was just natural it just was natural yep. very natural and it just made sense for the characters it's just like oh everyone's quippy everyone mm-hmm. has a fucking joke it's like everyone has the same personality and there's no you can't di- it's hard to differentiate between the characters and i love the characters i like the core 4 <laughs> i just wish it wasn't totally. <laughs> corny yeah, i'm yeah. sorry but <laughs> core 4 Oh, just all right, can't wait to see that on a Hot Topic t shirt. <laughs> can't wait, it's all over Etsy right now, probably.
0: Um, live laugh core four. Hey, speaking of Samara weaving, what did you think of the intro?
1: You mean the one where they straight up tried to like put an A list actor in the introduction of a movie and not try to play off the Drew Barrymore scene in the first scream? You knew it was coming. Oh, sure. Um, I thought it was whatever. I thought it was fine. Yeah, Uh, it was okay. It really wasn't. I mean, people, the arguments that I've heard um, but oh, the killer like takes off the mask and then he goes back to like. It really wasn't. I was just like, was it different, different? Yeah, Yeah, different. But. Did it work for me? I was just like, what's the point of this? Oh, then the the actual killer kills him. Okay, cool. Wonder who this could be. It just uh, it was just whatever. It was just they were. I feel like they were trying to build it up and they were trying to do something different. They get credit for that. It just did
0: not and have any impact. Would it have killed you to put a Spook House podcast poster in that apartment? Would it?
1: Well, they sure had every other fucking (laughs) podcast sticker on that goddamn fridge. Ice Nine Kills, front and center. Last podcast on the left, front and center. Also, and again, oh, the buzzwords where they was like, oh, she gave me a B on my giallo paper. <laughs> Who are you trying to like? We get it. We know you like horror movies. You don't have to fucking completely shoehorn every horror phrase in there.
0: Not every scene needs a thousand winks to the audience. Like hey. zero
1: scenes need a Ice Nine Kills poster <laughs> that we could do without.
0: Hey, pandering pays off.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah so 80, 83 million dollars worth
0: <laughs> oh shit um <laughs> okay with listen i wait go ahead sorry go ahead <laughs> all right well when homeboy took the mask off after he killed samara weaving what did you think in that moment did you go oh fuck they're not doing this are they what did you think I was immediately, I was like, oh no, like that's, that's not how this works. And the more I thought about it, do you think it would have been interesting if we found out who the killer was right at the beginning? And then you, you watch the whole movie knowing who the killer is. A lot of people would have been pissed, but I would have been like, you know what? Props for at least doing something different after seeing the movie three
1: times, I wish if they want to do fucking fan service, put Stu in the beginning and explain throughout the movie, how he got back here and why he's doing what he's doing, you know, with this specific group of, uh, these specific group of characters, because I know we'll get to the ending, but once the ending happened, I was like, you know what? I, I hope Stu just pops up because fuck this. Yeah. If they showed him at the beginning, maybe the initial shock would have been there. It definitely would have been shocking. Uh, and I, it definitely would have been more interesting. Uh, cause I don't see what other killers can there be because who else is really connected to this group of people?
0: Yeah, there was definitely a lack of, uh, God, I hate to keep bringing it back to Scream 2. Sorry, but there were so many... (laughs) You just watched it. I know, there were so many good red...
1: And this movie is Scream 2!
0: Yeah, there were so many good red herrings in that movie. Like, legitimate suspects. You had Derek, the boyfriend, Cotton. Mm -hmm. Like, all these characters had real motivations. So, you were like, well, who is it gonna be? But with this one, there were just a few faceless side characters. The roommate... What? Mindy talk about a fucking wet fart of a killer reveal. Jesus. Wait,
1: which which killer reveal are you talking about? Wait, not Mindy. Um the roommate. Oh, Quinn. Yeah, Quinn. But all of them were Are we going to get to the the reveal right now because uh,
0: I guess we can. I'm Since we're already here.
1: <laughs> also, let's just um again, this just proves this just goes to show you how much the writers know about New York, which is very little. There's no fucking way that during the subway scene and I get it. They want to do New York city. They want to, they want to show New Yorkie things, mm-hmm. but it's just not how trains work, they miss the train hey, and this is a New Mindy Yorker right Ethan. here. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? No way they're getting on the listen." <laughs> they Mindy and Ethan missed the train. Then Ethan and Mindy get on the next train, and somehow Quinn is there to greet them. How the fuck? There's no way Ethan is texting Mindy like, "Oh, go go on this train," and there or he wouldn't have known that they missed. He wouldn't have been able to convey to her that she missed. You know, they missed this train and hop on this random ass train. That wouldn't work. Those huh. trains come every fucking four minutes. That's not. That's not. See, they
0: should have consulted you. Uh,
1: they should have i would have fucking brought them all oh wow you're doing a fucking scene in central park in union square we get it you're in new york and then for for the rest of the movie it could have been in fucking cincinnati you barely showed any new york things like they were they were inside a lot of the time i'll
0: give them credit they did utilize the city um the actual setting pretty well I mean, say what you want about the the train part. I, I enjoyed that whole sequence with the, uh, the flickering lights. I'm guessing that doesn't happen either, but Hey, it's a, no, that definitely happened. Oh really? They,
1: they got that. Yeah. Those, those
0: shit,
1: that equipment is definitely from like 1925. They say they restore it all the time, Mm -hmm. but they really don't. Uh, they have a lot of like old trains that they use, uh, that come and go, but no way would she be getting stabbed in the gut and no one would notice. That's just impossible. I mean, suspension of disbelief. Obviously, it's a movie, but there's too many people on that fucking train, and yeah, they show the girl nodding in and out. What about the fucking thirty other people that are in that car?
0: Well, hey, it's um, it's, it's a Spirit Halloween Express. You know, <laughs> you talk about <laughs>
1: oh. There's ready or not. There's Hellraiser. There's we get it. It's Halloween. Hey, but you, you want I
0: do have to give them props. I did see a Halloween Six mask on the train, very briefly. Halloween Six. I was like, and in the mouth of madness. Oh, okay. Yeah. The dude with the you know Sam Neil writing
1: the upside down crosses on his face. I and mean, scrubs.
0: Hey, nice fan service, but still doesn't give you a pass to be a not great movie. Regardless of that, no, it was just to get- nice to see Halloween Six mask again on screen.
1: Especially for you.
0: Especially for me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you were rubbing your taints in the
0: theater when you saw that. Yes, very gently. Um, Finally, something good. But had they committed and actually killed Mindy in this scene, I mean, it would have had some weight to it. Because I like this whole scene. There is good tension there. But of course, oh, she gets stabbed and... What do you know? She survives. And even has the strength to say, oh, fuck this franchise. Like, fuck this franchise, and oh, I got it wrong again. Hey, Let
1: me make quippy right jokes. Right back at you, sh- Mendy.
0: Fuck this franchise indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say yeah, amen, yeah. <laughs> sister.
1: <laughs> that's the most, that's the best meta thing some some character has said in these two movies. Fuck this franchise. She
0: should have said, oh, this movie fucking sucks. Uh oh.
1: She should have said, I can't wait for Yellow Jacket season two. For- <laughs> and and honestly, I, oh, shit. Mindy and and uh, Chad, he should have been dead, dead, dead. Oh my dead. god. Just yeah, it, you, it would it would add so much more to the depth of Jenna Ortega's character if they blo- had this romance blossom. And then he just gets ripped away. Yeah. Tragic. But it would have been so interesting to see where her character goes because she already has like a chip on her shoulder from, you know, Sam being overprotective and what happened to her. And she's really growing into her own. And this would just completely annihilate her, her state of mind. And it would have been, maybe it would have been interesting to see, you know, um, instead of Sam, you know, kind of, that could be a red herring Sam kind of going down that serial killer route. Would have been interesting for Tara to maybe go down that route after, yeah. Maybe she just mentally snaps from all this ghostface stuff, ripping away the person that she was into. Uh, he got he got shanked multiple times Bye. in the chest, the balls, the ass, the face, <laughs> and of course they had to do the fucking knife swipe at the same time because they're twins or something. And then he's sort of, like, "What? What is that? Like, why do they?" It was fine in in the fifth one, but like at the same time, like is this dramatic theater? Are they doing Shakespeare? Is this ghostface
0: Shakespeare? I know tell me I what know a lot of people like that moment and whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, to be stabbed by two ghostface at the same fucking time multiple times. Like <laughs> so much, like like no fucking way.
1: It, it, they might as well have had retractable knives and they were like, gotcha. He's actually alive. He would have been, there's no way. And you could only take suspension of disbelief so far. Yeah. It's because that's just unbelievable. It has its limits. It, it, it very much, especially in this franchise that really hasn't. And you know, we were talking about this before we recorded John wick is a, is a franchise that has established that this movie is stupid, ridiculous fun. Mm -hmm. there's no rules in this franchise people could get stabbed punched hit by cars bitten by a dog and you're still standing john wick fell from a fucking 35-story building and got up like he just fucking fell off the couch you go in knowing that you have no expectations scream their franchise hasn't it's been very grounded yeah
0: for the most part it is grounded in reality but in this one it's Hey, stabs don't matter. Walk it off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they did fucking walk it off. Mindy was completely shanked. And she goes, it's a twist on a twist. Look, I'm running. I got my marathon ticket. I'm ready to go for tomorrow. Let's go. I'm doing, a, I'm doing intermittent fasting.
0: It's like... Oh, or how about... I mean, talking about Jen Ortega, she gets stabbed in the back, right? When she's talking to Chad... When she falls later onto uh, uh, the most forgettable ghost face of all time, (laughs) Ethan, when she... Stu Mocker impression is number three. Side tangent, can everybody stop doing a (laughs) Stu Mocker impression whenever it's a killer reveal? They're like, ooh, I'm crazy. I'm Stu Mocker. It's like, shut the... Okay. It would be great if everyone
1: could actually, you know have the Rowan take yeah, on sure. it. And again, I don't know. This could be very well an acting choice of the actors or what the directors want. Let's just not, let's just, Matthew Lillard did a great. You don't have to be wacky and kooky and have your eyes bugging out of your head when you reveal that you're actually the killer. It just doesn't need to happen.
0: And Oh yeah. Let me take 15 minutes to go into great detail about why I chose to kill you to give you time to come back and kill me. <laughs> Because this is the end of a Scream movie, and this is what you could do. It's not played out at all.
1: This shit shit should have been called Scream 6, Scooby-Doo, Fantasy Island. Because it felt like a fever dream watching this movie.
0: (laughs) Alright, so back to Tara. She gets stabbed in the back, stabbed very deeply through the sternum, like her stomach or chest area by Ethan. Deep stab. And I believe she gets stabbed once more in the arm. And even after all that, her and Melissa Barrera still have time to do this cute little monologue moment. I forgot what the fuck they said, but it's like, hey, this isn't grounded in reality at all. And then she goes outside and there's multiple medics, ambulances everywhere. Everybody's getting medical treatment. Jen Ortega, she's just got a little... (laughs) bandage around her arm oh yeah here you go i know you just got stabbed three times very deeply but go get your your post your credit scene walking off into the sunset
1: go ahead (laughs) also uh speaking of walking off into the sunset it's hard to believe that this marketing and we've shit on this marketing uh the promotion for scream six for a while um paramount pictures uh spoiled the last scene of the movie by posting a picture of the scream mask in the middle of the street granted you don't know where it is in the movie but how do you spoil the last shot in your movie yeah it just doesn't make any sense to do that it's a cool image it would have been cool to see on the screen for the first time um but yeah um it's just the fact that tara should have been literally Every every character should have been hobbling up and down the street, yeah, and they like, should have been sedated
0: nasty. with oxygen tubes shoved down their throats. But she's speaking of shoving down. But your she's throat. like, "Hey, let's go get a coffee.
1: <laughs> like, right. What the fuck? <laughs> we can go to the diner over here. I'm hungry. We need some American cheese omelets." <laughs> um, and they need to stop doing this. These writers, because it's becoming a trope of theirs. Um. Once you're dead, you can stay dead. You don't need to come back. That dude, Ethan, got stabbed in the throat oh, yeah. with a long buck knife, twisted yeah. into his trachea, and he just magically ha-ha, gets yep. up and runs after Tara. The same thing that uh, was knocked over my mic. Good job, <laughs> asshole. Uh, the same thing that Amber did in the last movie when she got burned alive. Yep. You don't need it. They're dead. It could stay dead. It's fine. It's not a shocking moment anymore. There's not a lot of shocking things you could do. You know what? I have a, I have a question for
0: you. All right, let's hear it.
1: Do you think. I love how this fired up you are. Dude, I'm fucking. I hate <laughs> I'm this. about to knock
0: movie. your microphone off the table. Just, <laughs> the,
1: the Italian hand gestures <laughs> are just flying.
0: You're like, you fuck with New York on this one. This is personal.
1: <laughs> Scream six versus New York, baby. <laughs> Scream Seven. All right, let's in the fuck NYC Transit. Um, do you think this would have been an interesting way to go? Because they know they're getting Greenland for Scream Seven. I'm sure they knew about this before oh, the of movie yeah. came out. So, do you think? I, I think it would have been cool if it would have ended on a cliffhanger with like all of our the core four or whatever. They just got massacred. Like where it looked like it was bad, like really bad. Even though it looked like this in this movie, mm-hmm. but like. Everything, like, they look beaten down. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, and the killers don't get revealed. You don't know why until the next I think
0: I said that. That
1: would keep people coming back.
0: I want to say I said that on a previous episode. I was like, I want this to be, I don't want to, this should be the one where the killer gets away. And have it build up into this epic conclusion. Yeah. This would be a good time to talk about the, this is the worst killer reveal Of the entire series. Like, easily. Yeah. Okay, so we got Richie's dad. Okay, first of all, I don't know about you, but Richie from the last movie holds no weight for me at all. I could care less. I didn't like the killer reveals in the last one. So, (laughs) to have the reveal be the family of this last dipshit, it's like, are you kidding me? Because they did this whole thing where it's like the killer is leaving mask From the other killers at each crime scene. I was like, okay, interesting. It's kind of like a countdown. Must be leading to something epic, right? It's like, no, it's uh, Quinn, the annoying roommate you met earlier, and Ethan, and their dad. It's like, who cares?
1: Dude, I'm telling you, I... Obviously, Ethan's on the screen for the whole movie. When he pulled up the mask, I went, who the fuck is that? Yeah. I forgot who he was. I was like, who is that? Is that someone? Who is that? And then I'm like, oh, that's the kid who Mindy thought it was. And now it actually is. Um, Like you said, very forgettable. Yep. Extremely forgettable. Let me. Hey, Rumi, Just stop with the quippy fucking witty lines. Also, I want to acknowledge. Melissa Barrera did; uh, she killed it on this movie. I, I want to reiterate that fact that she hey, really stepped no it up. Problems with her? Uh, no, she emotionally invested in this movie. She knows the character a lot. She more. learned more
0: than two facial expressions, other than confused. Absolutely, and
1: yeah, yes, sad, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like she, she. Yeah, you
1: could tell she was horny uh, in some scenes. She was, uh, you know, she had a lot <laughs> with 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 cute boy or whatever. <laughs> You know, it was it was good to see her. You know, just be fleshed out a little more, and I think that's due to her because sure, she understands yeah. the character more. She's shaking the great. reins on a little more. Dermot Mulroney is a bum. <laughs> he is a bum. Officer oh, Bum. <laughs> he is the worst. I can't stand him in everything that I've seen him in. He was in New Girl. He was in my best friend's wedding. He was in. I, I can't remember what else I saw him in Um, uh, a couple other things, but Holy shit. <laughs> this is overacting to the next level. Oh my God. I, every time he was on the, on the screen, I was like, is this guy, what is, what is this guy doing? Yeah. When he was the line where he was like, when he's in the thing, we'll talk about another. I know you want to get to this other uh, fan service moment. Uh, which was a big deal when Scream 6 got announced. What? I just Fans wanted...
0: service character? You mean? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, and how they did nothing with that. Uh, <sighs> when she, when Dermot Mulroney goes, he's using the same mask that, that belonged to Roman Bridger. It's like, what are you... What are you doing? Is this CSI Scream 6? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? He's awful. Awful. The dude cannot... Act. And listen, I'm not an actor myself, but I think people can notice bad acting. That was an abomination. Holy shit. I'm <laughs>
0: mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> see, I didn't think he was that bad. But, I mean, uh, I, he's just very forgettable to me. It, when he
1: goes just nonsense lines and he's overselling it where he's like, oh, so I see you put on your mask, your birthright." Yeah, her birthright. Yeah, what the fuck is this? The mummy? <laughs> like, is this like, like her, like hereditary lineage or something? Get the fuck out of here,
0: bum. Hey, speaking of her birthright, they brought back CGI Skeet
1: with the worst dialogue possible.
0: Yeah, team, team
1: Loomis, let's slice up some motherfuckers yeah. real edgy. Who were? I didn't. I wasn't aware that these writers. We're 13-year-olds that love fucking Dungeons & Dragons. Like, what's
0: going on? Isn't the whole inclusion of um, Ghost Skeet, isn't that whole thing, like, just a little tone-deaf? I don't know if that's the right word, but it's like, Billy Loomis is not a... He kind of comes off like, hey, I'm here to save the day and guide you. It's like, no, this guy killed a lot of people. Why are you making him out to be, like, this sort of... Anti-hero. Yeah,
1: what is that about? Which is uh, that's called that's called bad writing. That's what that's called. That's called uh, uh,
0: we. Well, we gotta we gotta do the fan service, man. We gotta. Hey, it's the guy from the thing, you know. Like, but even if you don't wanna, I
1: I don't think Skeet should have been included at all. And I love Skeet all. Yeah, sure, great. But like and especially now that they're really not doing anything with that like Sam might be potentially a killer uh storyline doesn't seem they like they do not have the guts to that. follow
0: through with that at no, all no. i would applaud them and if honestly, they did if if they did it would have been fun yeah but no they they don't even have the balls to kill somebody let alone mm-hmm. turn turn a main character heel <laughs> it would have been Lincoln it would have
1: been interesting it would have been interesting to see Sam kind of snap, and kind of her get obsessed with, like, you know, those fan theories of Stu being alive, and her trying to, like, track down Stu Mm -hmm. so, like, they could both get revenge on, you know, she could kind of turn on her own family with some sort of, like, bloodlust thing going on. But no, it's just, they literally copied Scream 2. It's the fucking killer's family from Scream 5. Yep. And and some of the shit just didn't it just didn't make any sense, and he's like, "Ah, of course it's me." It's like, "Ah,
0: stop! You fucking stop hamming it up." And Timothy Oliphant—I think I'm saying his last name right—from *Scream* too. fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, way more believable than any of the killers in this. Hey, I just started watching *Santa Clarita Diet*. Have you seen that?
1: It's actually—I watched the first season, it's and a, it's a pretty fun dude, show. Hilarious. And it's
0: hilarious. It has got him it's, and it's really Drew good. Barrymore. Another Scream yeah. alumni, but the I girl love that who show. Plays
1: the daughter is really funny. I I forgot her actress name, but she's really the whole funny.
0: cast is great. I love it. I'm on, and it's re- season two right now.
1: And they canceled it too. I think it got up to season
0: three or four. Huh. Well, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm kind of late to the party, but
1: hey, that means it's new to you. So yeah. it's a good thing you're enjoying. Like, it. hey, just know that? And yeah, he's. I loved first of all Timothy Olvent. He's a great actor yeah, he is. in in everything. You ever see the girl next door? Uh I don't think so. It's a comedy uh with Emile Hirsch who somehow fell off the face oh, of the earth. Yeah. I think uh Yeah. Yeah, Alicia uh Alicia Cuthbert who is in House of Wax and uh Goon 2 of all things. Uh but it's a fun movie and Timothy Olyphant plays like this uh greasy like porn director. Super funny. Nice. It's on Tubi for free if you want to check all it right.
0: out. All right, I need a movie to watch later. Maybe I'll check it out.
1: And Paul Dano's in it. Early Paul hey. Dano. He plays a character, uh, his name is Cliss.
0: Good cast. So, solid cast. Um, they have, they have real, that, was, that movie was made in 2005, I God, think? You know, I wish we could talk about good movies. Well, let's get back to Screen 6. <laughs> so... <we're... laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>, like that? <laughs> well, ima-
1: imagine if, you know, somehow we saw good movies. <laughs> then only then we could talk about, you know, good screenwriting and great acting and all that oh, thing.
0: hey, let's talk about Kirby. Everybody is losing their shit over Hayden Pannier coming back. And, dude, I'm not trying to sound mean here. She hadn't acted in like four years or something. And it fucking shows, man. I don't know what people are saying when they're like, oh, man, yeah, she killed it. I'm like, what movie did you watch? She was like mumbling half her line. she was like, yeah. You gotta find the killer, Detective Fuckface. Um, we're gonna <laughs> get this guy. It's like, hey, can somebody get her a coffee? What the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> get her like a twenty-four-seven energy drink. Yeah. she's sleeping. she still. They Dude, yanked her out of the trailer at four thirty a.m.
0: Sorry, but I was not picking up what she was putting down at all in this movie.
1: Mainly because she was putting down absolutely nothing. Uh, <laughs> you can't just. And this goes back to the fan service thing you can't just put someone on a screen and be like hey this person's back you have to actually and and hayden Pantier, she wants she wanted to be back she she wanted to be in the movie it's fine yeah hey nothing personal no but you just have to just put in the the effort just wasn't there yeah and neither was the dialogue because that whole scene with her and mindy sitting on the stage trading blows about horror movies was just talk about tone deaf like okay we get it they're the big movie buffs and they have to meet but it's just so unnatural
0: cringed so hard i evaporated into dust i was like (laughs) oh my god i'm not gonna make it the way
1: it happened was was so unorganic that it just made it just my ass (laughs) sweating
0: (laughs) i love that they were like best nightmare on elm street movie the original no shit no Thank shit for... <laughs> i would have like at least give them some credit if they were like dream warriors I'm Like, yeah, yeah okay But no, they already gave us
1: a jason takes manhattan uh easter egg so that's enough for the the real horror bust oh god yeah that... it's just there's so many things that fell flat that made it seem like they wanted to be like a big spectacle and listen if you love that moment I'm so I'm, I'm happy I, I I'm so glad that people love this movie I just can't get behind it because it's just so you could just tell that it's fucking shoehorned yep. and unnatural and it just didn't make Soulless. sense and it didn't need to happen so Soulless. literally and speaking of this movie took place on Halloween it did would have never known would have <laughs> never fucking known unless it was for the subway of people wearing Halloween costumes. Other than that, it could have taken place on Martin Luther King Day. Well, I guess um,
0: they had the Halloween party, right? That's right. Yeah.
1: But it didn't feel like there was no atmosphere. There's no it was just cold. Yeah. The directing was just cold and hollow.
0: Can you imagine, though, a good screen movie with like Halloween atmosphere? Dude, that would be cool. If
1: John Carpenter could ever come out of fucking retirement.
0: Like back in back in Woodsboro, but it's on Halloween.
1: Give him give John Carpenter a screen movie. Um I I I think these guys should pass the buck already. This is not their franchise. They're not gonna let this this is not their franchise. They're not gonna
0: let this cash cow go. I promise you that.
1: (laughs) It's it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate because Ghostface is such a major major franchise and if nev campbell doesn't want to come back i i it's understandable she doesn't feel like what they're doing is uh is up to par for what maybe wes craven would have done
0: you think that's why or is it just money dispute
1: it probably just money. yeah but yeah. honestly nev campbell is scream they should if they really want her back well they should give her what she is she's, she's
0: doing. I mean to be real did she even need to come back in the last one they did nothing with her and Courtney cox other than to remind the audience hey we've done this before there was like yeah, nothing like 10 times. <laughs> they didn't move the plot along really it was just fan service bullshit again yeah. yeah
1: but if they want to if they want to continue the franchise i think the best thing to do would be to just kill off the originals, just kill them off, because if this if they're gonna keep keep them sidelined like that, then they don't even need to be in the movie. Exactly. Which just is... ma- give them, give us a, have us you know do a good send off, at least tie up their storylines. I, I I think it's taking advantage of the older fans and the older class of Scream, to sideline them and be like, you know what? We have them there for whenever we want to break them out. Get off the bench, Nev, you're fucking ready to go.
0: Yeah. She's no. like the They're not bench second, players. They're A they're A listers. Like the second string quarterback. Alright Campbell, get in there. Yeah, but I but I've
1: I haven't been my leg is broken. It's, fuck it. Get in there.
0: Just go just and, go and, out there and wave you. and smile. You'll you'll be fine.
1: <laughs> smile and wave. Who boys? cares if
0: you don't do actually do anything? Just look good out there. <laughs> The people who lead it up, they'll go crazy. They love this kind of shit. And you know what?
1: (laughs) They did. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) We're in the the department. I think we're the only ones stranded in this department. There's so many people. But the caveat that I've been hearing from some people, that the movie's fun, but I would never watch it again. So, like, do you like it? Or, like, do you not like it? I feel like that's, like, a fine
0: line. I thought it was a fun watch the first time. Just for the reasons I said earlier, like it, you know, at the heart of these movies, it is a hey, who's the killer going to be? What's going to be the motivation? So that kind of keeps you going a little bit. Yeah. Um So I, it was fun the first time I saw it. On rewatch, me, it was fucking tedious. I because
1: you notice its flaws and this. I the, wanted the, to the leave. greatness that could have been. I'll say. Oh, it was a waste of sixteen dollars. That's for sure. The second yeah. time. This movie, Scream 6, was nothing but a but a pop song. It was loud. <laughs> it was fast-paced. Same old chord progressions we heard before, but just empty. Just the same old retread. Yeah. We've seen it all before. Even the tagline said, I'm something different. No, you're not. That's true. Yeah. This is just Scream 2 all over again. We've seen this movie before. And I'm sorry, the fast-paced kills and the gore, Is not enough. It's not an excuse to not have a story, a cohesive story, and smart, clever dialogue. It's just not an excuse. I'm tired of, and we keep saying this, but I'm glad people liked it. I'm glad people loved it. I'm glad this is top, you know, the top of their Scream franchise ranking list.
0: But which, by the way, wow! Like, I I mean, like best seek best since the original. This shit. I mean, hey, you're in, you're entitled to your opinion, but I wholeheartedly disagree. But hey, whatever. It's not my ranking.
1: No, no, it, it hits some people differently. Maybe it, you know, it, it, it just the the toxic positivity of just saying everything is amazing. I just don't think that that's a healthy way to look at things because it's okay to dislike things. It's okay to love things. I feel like there's a lot when it comes to movies, especially, you know. In the entertainment world there's so much gray area that you know i feel like there's more to say rather than i completely love this or i completely hate this i feel like that's just you know there needs to be more and and i'm not hating on the people who just say i love it because i love it that's fine i i that's fine i i just think the conversation needs to be a little maybe that's why i don't enjoy it that much the conversation needs to be a little deeper for me i could I could like loose and have fun like something with like John wick because it's just dumb fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, the best we can do is to give our honest opinions. That's one thing we promise to always do. I mean, look, I will
1: hold your hand in brotherhood of (laughs) with, with every single movie. we I'm
0: surprised that we're so on the, we agree pretty much straight down the middle. We usually never agree. For the most part,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's been some with a lot of the newer movies. I feel like we're always a little divisive.
0: Well, I think, um, yeah. I mean, you know, Malignant, Uh, Halloween, not divisive on Halloween ends. I'll take Halloween ends over this. Ah,
1: wait. Um, uh, I don't know. It's a fucking. Which one
0: would you rather watch right now, Halloween ends or this? I'd rather watch Halloween like ends again. Like- if I Shit. had to go home right now... <laughs> you uh, are home. Well, I'm at my new house. I have to... I, I, don't, I, I don't have no home.
1: No. <laughs> I'm a little orphan the, child. That's why it looks like Phil's in a fucking gym locker room it right kinda now. kind of looks I'm like school.
0: I'm in a insane asylum. It's just white walls. It, I mean, every... Yeah, there's pads
1: on the other side. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, hey, I'll spend my first night here in a couple of nights, but... Can't wait for that. Then we could do all the lives that we were. But if I had to go to the place, I'm going to sleep tonight and watch a movie. I'd rather watch Halloween ends. At least it's less annoying. I think
1: that's a dude. It's a toss up. I don't know. It's annoying in different ways. It's not as loud. It's very somber. I I can
0: laugh at Halloween ends. I can laugh at how shitty it is. This one's just kind of frustrating.
1: A good hate. Um, but this, I mean, I, 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 it's easy to roll your eyes at all of the directing choices in both movies. At least you know what I'll give Halloween ends to have a little bit more atmosphere than than uh, than Scream Six.
0: And hey, at least they they did something different instead of following the cookie cutter Scream plate. Well, obviously not Scream, but like just following the traditional. Here's the scene. Here's the scene. Here's the rule talk. Here's the shitty killer reveal and the exposition. And it's just so formulaic at this point. Very, very.
1: And they're, that's a great word. They're going to do
0: it in probably the same shit in scream seven. I'm guessing they're not going to take any big swings. If they want to redeem themselves a little bit, Gale gets killed. Opening scene. There you go.
1: Do you think this movie, Scream 6, do you think Scream 6 suffered from being written and filmed in like a rapid pace? Because it's only been a year since the last movie came out. Do you think it was rushed a little bit? Um, Do you think they maybe they just didn't have enough time to flesh things out? Do you think if maybe it would have came out even at the end of the year or beginning of 2024? Do you think that would have had a little more substance to it or it just doesn't matter? This was their
0: vision. I mean, maybe. I can't speak to their writing process. I don't know how much of this they already had planned out when they started this trilogy. So who knows? But I mean
1: Yeah, there could have not been a blueprint. But hey, you know? they
0: could have pushed back the deadline a little bit.
1: Just to tighten up, I mean the The dialogue is just horrible. Cringy. It's Yeah. Like very cringy and all the I saw that in
0: a horror movie once. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. But you got shot
0: and stabbed like
1: five fucking times. Why are you still awake? Did I
0: did I mention that this is a scream movie that we're watching? Wink, wink, audience. I, I think Kevin, well, after sick, that pile of horseshit. I don't know
1: if Kevin <laughs> Williamson has any more uh, juice left in his tank to uh, write another scream movie, but fuck, it's worth a try.
0: Oh, shit.
1: We don't go into... We want to like movies. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah. I
1: wanted to like I, this movie. I, we don't go in hating... Listen, we might have reservations. But shit. Like, we don't go in thinking like, oh, this movie sucks already. I want it to be... I want it to be good. You want the movies to be to be good. And I think the audience deserves good cinema.
0: Yeah. Cinema. Well, hey, they can stick the landing in Scream 7, maybe redeem themselves. That's, I kind of get a similar feeling with the Halloween David Gordon Green trilogy with this. I was like, Mm. if they can stick the landing with Halloween ends, I can forgive this other shit, the problems I have. Because much like Halloween 2018, Scream 5 had good moments. A lot of things I didn't like about it, but you see promise there. Halloween Kills. Yes. Kind of like an action movie. This was kind of like an action movie. A bit soulless, not a whole lot of substance here, just yeah. action and shit.
1: This was this was Tango and Ghostface. There was a lot they're of. They're following
0: like the same pattern. I just realized. I
1: just don't know when horror movies became so action heavy. Because it kind of just takes away like the horror elements and the scare element of it. Granted, I mean, the first scream, I mean, I mean, I think feel like all the screams are more aside from the first scream, a little more mystery than horror. Like yeah. I would say mystery horror movies. It's very like a whodunit,
0: like yeah.
1: Scooby-Doo type stuff. This was just straight up, like shoot him up, bang, bang. Like, yeah. let's get it going. Like Liam Neeson's about to hop over the fence and they're going to cut it in fucking 20
0: takes. And also in the, earlier screen movies, he was clumsy. Ghostface was always like kind of bumping into shit. Like he wasn't this stealthy like action star. Like in this one he was I mean it, it kinda works. But in this one it's like, you know, John Wick or some shit. It's just like well, exactly sprinting and when you realize- towards his victim <laughs> and like hopping over couches and I'm surprised surprising to do like some barrel rolls and if, if, throw, a smoke, throw a smoke grenade or something. <laughs> it
1: was, this is Scream 6 Call of Duty. That's yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly what it was. Get them. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> but if they established even like, oh, Ethan <clears throat> said, oh, he had to like run track or something. You understand why he's moving so fast or Quinn took gymnastics. Then you know why she's fucking flipping people over her back like doing jujitsu and stuff like that. It just didn't, it just, the writing wasn't fleshed out enough and it didn't really have that impact that scream
0: should have. Well, I mean, any other thoughts on the movie? Anything you want to get out there? Yes. uh, Let's hear it.
1: Dermot Mulroney is still, (laughs) he's the worst thing. He's the worst actor in the scream franchise. I think he's one of the worst actors ever. Uh, that dude cannot act at all. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for Scream 7, but they didn't really announce this as like an end-of-the-road type movie. So there might be more, but I'm hoping for something better. Like you said, if they stick it, if they stick the landing in the next movie, mm-hmm. they got us back on board, but I just don't have any faith in this, this directing team. And the interviews, you sent me interviews and they just sound very impressed with themselves. Yeah. They don't really sound modest. And I just don't I just don't vibe with that type of energy. Like they think they're doing the Lord's work with Scream. And it just doesn't reflect on the screen at all.
0: Yeah, somebody asked them about the criticisms of nobody dying. And they were like, oh well, you know, we wanted to take that trope where everybody survives and just kind of mess around with that and have fun with it and they just they they wanted to say, ah oh, we we just didn't have the balls to kill anybody. That's it. Or they just
1: wanted to do something different, but it's hard to do that when you have established rules already, and it just doesn't make sense in the lineage of the movies. If they if like if they had the balls to kill everybody and start anew, that's their franchise now. Let them let them do
0: whatever. But that's that's not what happened. Uh, no, it is not, Douglas. We shall see with Scream 7. But hey, the Scream talk is not going to end tonight. We are going to do a Scream franchise ranking at some point. So, Absolutely. I got my ranking set to you. I know what's on the bottom.
1: Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I know
0: what's on the top. It's all about mixing up the middle.
1: This is probably the easiest... Uh order of a ranking I've ever done. I I knew immediately once you were like scream ranking, I was like, got it. I already, <laughs> I already know what. It
0: yeah, but especially um... with
1: these movies, you know, it's not that many movies, but yeah, everyone has their favorites. It'll be interesting to talk about uh, and see. I w- don't I want to know what I can't wait to talk about this with you because I don't even know your ranking. And we've talked about screams, mul- uh, all these screams multiple times.
0: Yeah, I'd have to sit down and rewatch all of them. Yeah, but we
1: have a couple of other, uh, a couple other horror movies coming out in a couple months that uh, we could look oh, forward to seeing. What do we have?
0: And, uh, Evil Dead. Um. Oh, that's like Evil Dead Rise. That's like a month from now.
1: Yeah, that's April twenty first. Yeah, three weeks. Uh, then we got that Boogeyman movie.
0: I am not seeing that. I yet. mean, no, I <laughs> no, <laughs> not doing it.
1: I saw the trailer uh when I saw John Wick 4 last night and I was like I'm going to see it but I'm not happy about it. It doesn't really look like an, like an interesting take on I uh, I guess it's from the mind of Stephen King but okay. it has nobodies in it. I mean, it could I'm hol- I'm holding I have no hope for it at all. I hope it's fun but probably not The Pope's Exorcist aka oh, Russell Crowe is a horrible accent. Russell Crowe.
0: Uh, I'm here to fight a ghost.
1: Oi fucker! You better get out of that body right now, you piece of shit. I am the Pope's exorcist. That's gonna be like a John Wick movie too. It said based on true stories or a true story, and there's like the Vatican bursting into flames. Like, yeah, that happened. Sure.
0: The demon was like, "Bring me the priest." Like,
1: what? It's gonna be the White House Down of possession movies. (laughs) Fucking Gerard Butler is gonna do a spinning wheel kick (laughs) and. fucking kick Pazuzu in the jaw
0: well we uh I'm sure we'll talk about those movies at some point maybe do like <laughs> a movie roundup episode or something
1: yeah yeah but hey
0: now that I'm getting situated in the new place good internet again thank god we're gonna start doing more fun stuff more like YouTube hangout watch alongs and just do all sorts of shit so but I still got quite a bit of stuff to move Got a lot of stuff to figure out, but, um, but you're going to get it done, baby. That's what we do. That's what winners do. I've missed talking to you, man. This is like our first episode and a hot minute. I it's know been, it's
1: been the last, the last time we did it. It was very, well, I couldn't even make it through the whole episode because I had to get back to work because that was the nightmare episode oh, yeah, with uh, you and Anthony. And that was a hot minute. I mean, we, we don't want to get people twisted. We talk every day,
0: every but. day, every day.
1: Every day, every (laughs) goddamn day. But um,
0: yeah, yeah, I miss talking about movies with you. Yeah, we're gonna get this podcast train rolling again. You know, got a lot of absolutely a lot of good ideas, a lot of fun shit in the works. So, all right, Doug, you ready to get on out of here? I think we talked about this one enough. (laughs) I don't think we can say much else. So yeah, do you
1: have any closing uh, closing statements for this movie? Oh. Or this thing put together.
0: I am glad it's off my conscience now because we tried and tried to record this one. I was... Now now my brain is free from scream 6.
1: That's yes, it's like the souls of Freddy Krueger kind of ejecting off your skin. It does feel good to talk about cuz I I mean we talked again we we talked the the night of the movie the that, came, that uh, when it came out. We talked a week after. Uh, we've been talking about this movie since it came out and we're happy to just, you know, get it out there and hear everyone else's
0: thoughts. I'm sure we forgot some stuff, but we'll we'll talk about it more on the scream ranking episode. Not not yes, sure we sure. will do that. I'm sure some more shit will shake loose about this movie. I'm gonna oh, I'm absolutely. definitely gonna go to sleep tonight and be like, fuck, I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> I'm trying to I don't think we
1: I mean we covered a lot of the main themes of this uh of this movie uh a lot of the dumb shit a lot of the dumb writing chase scenes i mean again wasn't our cup of tea but if you loved it and you liked it good for you i'm happy that you have horrible taste no i'm kidding uh i'm just easy this is what makes (laughs) go
0: go easy on
1: i like some i can't i'm like dmx i want to bark on them (laughs) uh yeah, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm just happy we get a chance to talk movies with people, even if they hate it, even if we hate it, even if we like it. And they hate it.
0: Yeah. And I'm I
1: could talk about movies all fucking day.
0: I'm happy that uh, everybody tuned in. If you're still listening. Thank you so much. Um, if you want to leave a rating for the show, you can.
1: This is Stevie Wayne.
0: You can do that. I was like, where the hell is that coming from?
1: <laughs> I have a fox shirt. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was just stomping on my wire and I just <laughs> <laughs> jerked my head back and almost got spine ambifida. I do have a fog shirt on.
0: Hey, look at that.
1: Anyway, yeah. If you want to rate us five stars or four stars or whatever you want to rate us, give us your honest opinion and your feedback. We do, we do appreciate it. Yeah,
0: and don't hate us for hating this movie. We just being honest. So there you go.
1: But at least, you know what? I- I'm going to give us some credit because I-, I like that. I like that me and you kind of have the mentality of, you know, fuck this movie. Like it's not like that. Like we're not just saying that. We oh, have sure. we're giving our honest thoughts and honest opinions and going through the layers of why we don't feel this movie or why we like a movie. I like that we have like a good, healthy discussion about it. I, I feel like not a lot of people do. Uh, I feel like it's kind of toxic to be like, if you like this movie, fuck you, or if you hate this movie. Fuck out of here. Like mm-hmm. let people
0: just like what they like and hate what they hate. And let's just talk about oh, it. Oh yeah, I have a lot of friends that love this movie and doesn't change a thing. You know, whatever. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, it's just a movie. But that's all it is. It is for
1: entertainment value. Yeah. No matter what.
0: All right, Doug. Well, let's get on out of here. We will catch everybody thing, on the next one. Thank you so much for listening, Doug. I love you I'll talk to you soon. Love you too, baby. Bikes.